What's going on, everyone? Welcome to today's podcast. Before we jump into it, we're looking for five people who would consider themselves to be skinny fat. So this means that you're not overweight, you're holding a little bit of excess fat that you don't want, but you know underneath that there's an incredible composition once you add a little bit more muscle. We're gonna personally coach you through the process of optimizing your nutrition, your training, as well as giving you a plan to turn you into exactly what you wanna be to get to that next level, to maximize your composition, see your full change, and break out of that cycle of skinny fat. So if this is you, go ahead and DM us on Instagram saying skinny fat to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Now into the episode, let's get it. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host Josh here with his co-host and his co-coach KG and I'm in the house. Coming at you with Motivation Monday, getting you fired up for your week and we have an incredible episode today as always. So we just want to say first and foremost, shout out to you for tuning in for taking that time for saying you want to listen to some really informative content build yourself up so let's continue to grow together and let's kick that off with kyle's quote yeah my quote this week is we do not stop exercising because we grow old we grow old because we stop exercising and i used this probably a few months ago but i just i came across it again and i just thought it was so powerful because at the end of the day i just love seeing people no matter what age and we've had quite a few people in the ages of 50 and 60 sign up for our coaching and it just nothing inspires me more than seeing someone that is just you know getting to the point where they're just like i want to invest in myself i want to be strong you know, whatever age that you're at. And it's so easy to just think and have in the top of our head, like I'm going to get older. So I'm going to get weaker. I'm going to be more brittle. And it just, it's, it's not the way to think. And at the end of the day, if you consistently exercise, no matter what age you're at, and you keep putting in that work, you will be just as young as you want to be. And uh, also whatever mindset you have as well. I know it's so easy for a lot of people to think in the top of their head, you know, I'm just whatever age it is and, and just have these self-limiting beliefs, but invest in yourself through exercise. And it is going to be one of the greatest things that's going to pay you back over and over again. It's a great way of looking at it. Even myself, I'm, I'm not old by any means, but I'm getting older. And even seeing people in my circle start to complain about their knees, their back, to not have the body, not have their energy and vigor they have, it makes me sad because at 27, like we should be in our peak right now pretty much. And I think it's always a good reminder and life will catch up with you. And if you're getting behind on your fitness and your health, it's real easy to fall real far behind and to be in a place that's hard to recover from. You always can at the end of the day, but you really have to ask yourself, are you getting better each year or are you putting yourself back? And this is definitely an excellent way of looking at it and just really challenging yourself to say, am I taking care of myself first? Am I really doing what's best for me? Because it's really important you have self-love, self-acceptance, but also sometimes you got to kick yourself in the butt and say, let's get to work. I need to stop doing this or I need to be a little bit better with being uh, going out on my walks, doing my workouts, all those little things. At the end of the day, the small things will pay off to big changes in your life and just staying active, having a desire to do more. I mean, you're already listening to this podcast, so you're doing a great start, but doing these small things will give you that big advantage and keep you in a great position. Even one of the best things you can do to combat aging is being in the gym. It's going to help improve your bone density. It's going to help improve your lean muscle. It's going to reverse that aging process. Tons of studies have been done on this. So if you're not strength training, you're missing out. Definitely get in there and make the most of those sessions. Now we're going to jump into my quote, which is have no fear of perfection. You'll never reach it. And this is from Salvador Dali. I don't know who that is, but he's clearly a wise individual because so many people put perfection on a pedestal. They won't do something unless they can do it all the way or be hyper successful of it or have a fear of not being embarrassed and only wanting to do it at the perfect time. A lot of people will reach out to me and say, Hey, I want to get fit like you. Like how, how can I do it? What's the secret? 
I'll be like, sign up for coaching. I'll walk you through it. And there'll always be something, right? It'll either be, oh, it's too busy at work right now or work's not enough busy so I don't have enough money right now or I just had, I just got married or I'm getting married or I'm looking for someone and I don't have time for the gym. There's always on any side of the pendulum an excuse not to get started. And if you're really just thinking of this perfect time when things, all the stars will align, you'll be able to get at it, it won't come. There's always gonna be something that pops up. And the truth is the best time to start was yesterday. The second best time is today. So whatever you're putting off in your journey, you got to go out there and get it. And sometimes it will be messy. Even myself, I strive for perfection, but I never expect it because I know it's not realistic. It's not a reality. And at the end of the day, it's a good thing to push for, but we have to understand we'll never get there. Like you'll never be at a point where your eating's absolutely 110% perfect. Your training's 110% perfect. Something always happens. Something always pops up. There's always barriers we need to burst through. But at the end of the day, if we're maybe falling short of 100% and we're still out there doing 94%, you're going to kill that person who's 100% for a week and then 0% the next week. And they're in this vicious cycle. And said just get out there and aim to be imperfectly in imperfectly consistent i guess is what i want to call it just by being consistent doing your best challenge yourself calling yourself out aim to do better but understanding things pop up and when they do it's just how you respond to them it's just not letting yourself get knocked down removing that all or nothing mentality that's probably the number one thing i've noticed more than ever that holds people back and they'll see a ton of success they'll say i'm in my flow i'm in my rhythm this is where i need to be and they'll fall out of it and they'll say oh i'm trying to get back to that and it's like no do what's in front of you, aim just get better from that position and you'll see things start to tie together and it becomes a lot easier when you have the attitude when you give yourself a little bit of grace too. And I love this quote because there's no need to fear needing to be perfect because it can't happen, it's not a reality. So instead, go out there and do your best. It might be a little bit messy, but you'll still progress that way. Yeah, honestly, aiming for a progression, not perfection is such a game changer. And I haven't talked about this in a while, but just the biggest thing that I feel like really limits people and holds them back is the all or nothing mindset. And I, I don't know what it was recently, but it, someone had asked me like, what's one thing if you were to just scream at the top of a mountain to people on their fitness journey to help them out? My biggest thing would honestly just be get rid of that all or nothing mindset. So many people, unless they have the most perfect situation with the week, their meals perfectly prepped, you know, just the most ideal workout situation, that's the only way they'll do it. But in reality, it's every single time that you don't feel like doing it. It's every single time that you know it's gonna be not gonna be perfect, but you're still gonna get it in. It's those times that really make a big difference. And I'm just so tired. And because I, I know so many of you are capable of so much, but you don't do anything because you're just like, oh, well, it's not a perfect week. I'll wait until next week or I'll wait until next month or I'll sign up for coaching or I'll do this when everything is so perfect. Get rid of that. I guarantee you, you're gonna start to see better success. You're gonna have a better and healthier relationship with yourself, with your mindset, with your overall body, with everything like that. It is my biggest message for today. And I hope this sat with one or a uh, hundred or a thousand of you today. Yeah, those are our quotes for this week. And those our quotes are always wildly different, but I love pulling different quotes at different walks of life for different areas of life and being able to apply them. So it's really important if you hear a quote you like to write it down so you can lean back on it, refer to it, memorize some of them. It's really great like when you're deep in a set and at the end of the day you say, you think to yourself, don't stop when you're tired, stop when you're done. Like these quotes can be really powerful and they can be great reminders and they're very simple and punchy ways for us to become motivated to have action, to have a guiding light. So that's why we love starting off the podcast with them. And now we're gonna go into our thoughts. And my main thought this week, I've really just been thinking about the higher level brain and really pushing yourself. I listened to Cameron Haynes' book recently and 
My favorite thing from it was his slogan of keep hammering, that concept of just keeping after it, keep getting it done. And even this morning I was walking, it's freezing, it's like freezing, freezing cold, it's insane. My face is cold, my hands are cold, and I wanted to just say, I'll do a short walk. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna do my full thing, I'm just gonna hammer it through, I'm gonna get it done. At the end of the day when I don't want to like do my workout or I, my schedule's all messed up, just that concept of keep hammering, I'm gonna get it done, I'm gonna cook that good food. Taking that extra step of doing one more than doing one less, appealing to that higher brain. Sometimes when you're like, oh, I just wanna do this lazy thing, so I'd say, no, I'm gonna do the hard thing, I'm gonna burst through it. And it's amazing when you appeal to self-reason, you do that higher mind thing, you'd be amazed how much more motivating that is and how that momentum carries. Because right away you've shown yourself, there's an obstacle in front of me, I've overcame it, and it feels so good. Whereas if you're just like, there's an obstacle that sucks, I gotta take a step back, you're gonna keep stepping back, and before you know it, you're gonna be deep on your heels and in a position where you don't feel good, where you didn't make many good moves in that day, and it's funny how you feel worse. So a lot of the times we think we're doing good for ourselves by not pushing ourselves, but pushing yourself is healthy. Obviously there's times to listen, like if you're really injured or something, that's a different story, but when you're at the gym, you're like, oh, I want out of here, I don't wanna do this last 10 minutes. Getting through it, getting it done, just sends a signal to yourself that you do things right when you don't wanna make your bed in the morning, when you wanna hit snooze, when you wanna skip a walk, when you don't wanna eat a healthy meal, when you do these things, they stack on each other and you're showing to yourself that you operate at a higher level and less and less people are doing that and the more you do that, the more you normalize it and I promise you, the easier it gets. It's funny that Josh brought that up because as we were doing Bulgarian split squats today, I was literally thinking of an exact reel that I'm gonna make in the coming weeks where it's just showcasing that the hard things truly just lead to everything else being easier. And it was a quote, I can't fully remember, but it was just like, you do the hard things, you have an easy life. You do the easy things, you have a hard life. I think it was something along the lines of that when I was reading last night. And I was just like, man, these heavy squats, you know, these Bulgarian split squats, nobody loves them. But at the end of the day, even actually I did a really cold shower yesterday at the gym that I go to to do a sauna. The water's colder than any water. And I was just like, man, everything else just feels so much easier. So it's just a really good reminder that just like you really lean into those tough things everything else within the day it's like oh this is this is baby food this is this is no problem like i can easily do that so it's definitely a really good reminder there and the one thing that was on the top of my head i just got from a book and i'm gonna read it so i love any finance any business book or whatever when they relate back to health and investing in themselves and prioritizing that you have me one like you know a book that we read that josh recommended before was uh um, die with zero. And I love the fact that he puts so much focus on health and same with this gentleman here. And what he had said was my number one priority in life above my happiness, above my family, above my work is my own health. It starts with my physical health. Second, it's my mental health. And then he talks about being able to then help his family with their health, being able to just take care of their well-being and all that great stuff. And I love the fact that he started with himself because in order to be able to invest in yourself and in order to be able to help other people, you need to be able to help yourself first. And I think that's something that a lot of people forget. And especially when it comes down to it, I love the fact that similar to the older people that have signed up for our coaching that have been absolutely crushing it, people that are looking to invest into themselves to be able to help their family because they know that having better energy, that having just being able to move more and have better cardio and more strength, it's going to be able to help the other people around you. And I was listening to another podcast recently as well. And there was a couple that unfortunately they would only invest in themselves when it was going to be helping their kids. Whereas when they had a situation where they could go to the spa and actually relax themselves and get some well-deserved rest, they're like, nope, I can't do that. So it's just a good reminder for anyone, any new parents, any whatever situation it is, knowing that actually investing in yourself, whether it's getting a gym membership, whether it's going on that walk, whether it's 
invest in your coaching is going to be able to help those around you and especially those that really care about you. It's something that I'm really passionate about and I just want to share with you today. Yeah, it's a great example. And even the concept of it's so easy to judge other people's finances. Maybe we know someone and they spent all this money they don't have getting a boat and you think, what the heck, this guy doesn't even have good clothes, all his clothes are ripped and this and that. He bought this crazy expensive boat or this person furnished their whole house and they have no money. It's so easy to point fingers and judge, but I think it's really important too. Our spending indicates what our priorities are. If you're spending most of your money on things you don't need, like a ton of ordering out, bad food, if you're spending a lot of money on luxuries you don't need, whatever it may be, and you're not actually focused on the priority, which is your health. And that's something that everyone recommends. People with no money will recommend the importance of health. People that have unlimited crazy amounts of money will recommend investing in your health. And you can invest with time, you can invest with money. Money obviously makes it easier. Yes, you can absolutely create a great transformation by yourself. That's what I did. I didn't have a coach early on, but it took me like five years to get really where I wanted to be and I know I could have got that five years of results in probably like a year if I had taken that leap hired a coach took it out the guesswork and I've had people come in here that have been working out for three four five six years and they're only at a certain point we sign them up for coaching and then 90 days within the accelerator alone they're completely transformed they say what the heck I've got more results in three months than I have years and years and years and that's what it's about at the end of the day is you're saving yourself time and if you're not investing in your health whether it be good food a gym membership, having a coach, uh, taking care of injuries, anything like that in time and or money, you're really setting yourself back and you gotta ask yourself, are you spending on all the wrong things and are you not making yourself a priority? Because what's tough with health, and we said a hundred times, if you don't make it a priority, it'll make itself a priority, whether it can be an injury, and it's amazing too, like the most common surgery I believe for men is a knee surgery later in life, and that's because when people are heavier, putting a lot of stress on their joints to walk around, they're not doing movements, they're not using that full range of motion, people get back problems, people will have health problems, their blood work will get all messed, like, it's really amazing how much it can creep up on you. And you got to ask yourself, are you doing everything you can to get there? And even if you're not doing everything, are you doing something? Are you making some form of investment? A great place to start is healthy food, is getting a gym membership, is doing a few things that are going to help you grow and be in a good position. Another good example is investing your time. This podcast is a great example. I know I'm preaching the choir right here because everyone's already listened to a podcast about being fit, healthy, and happy. And I encourage you to keep doing that because when you're listening to this pod podcast regularly, it's a lot easier to be motivated about fitness to be intrigued by fitness to get new concepts perhaps to have some preconceived notions broken of things that are maybe bro science or something like that so that's what we're trying to do at the end of the day and I think that was an excellent example from Kyle and people always say what's my biggest regret and I wish I invested in myself more later in my fitness and journey I've invested in myself more and more seminars obviously having Kyle review all my stuff do my macros look at my routine do all these different things that has just vaulted me forward and got me way crazier results like if I was doing well before I'm at like a whole new level and I love being able to have that opportunity to do it for people and I always say if you're really busy like sorry I have a busy life I got a lot going on I don't have time to learn plumbing once I have a plumbing issue I'm not going to figure it out I'm going to haul I'm going to call a plumber if I have something wrong with my car I'm not a mechanic I'm going to pay a professional to do that and with our physique if it isn't a priority we're not seeing that change it's really important you get a coach you get someone to guide you through that because it will go such a long way and we have an incredible promo with skinny fat we do have five spots this could be your opportunity to level up and maybe you heard us say a good push back in the day we were looking for a set group of people and you thought that'd be perfect for me 
and you didn't do it, I want to challenge you because by now you could have been in your dream body. You could have been in a whole different state of life. You could have been living with more confidence, more energy, more excitement, more just vigor towards life in general. And this could be your chance now. 90 days from now, you can be a completely new person. You can be completely happier, more energized and reap all the benefits. So go ahead, DM us skinny fat. This is your push. This is your moment to us on Instagram at CloseFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Let us take all the hard work away from you, give you the instructions you need to ensure success and get you faster, more accelerated results. Absolutely. And that's a great segue into our client shout out of someone who has just absolutely crushed it and is continuing to crush it. So as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, comment down below if you are with the keywords YouTube gang. It means the world. If you comment, it helps the algorithm and we appreciate you more than anything. By the way, I absolutely love every single time I wake up, I check the stats. There's people so early just watching the podcast, listening to the podcast. It means the world. It's a great way to start your Monday and uh, you know, you're just getting those bonus benefits and that great start to the week. So thank you to every single one of you. So Yong absolutely crushed it. He came to me. He said, I'm going on vacation. I need abs. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to do it. And he just showed up. He did some incredible things. He tracked his macros. He had a customized workout routine. And most of all, though, he had accountability especially when it comes down to getting ready for a vacation, getting ready for a trip. A lot of times people unfortunately overestimate or sorry, underestimate how long it's going to take. There's going to be hiccups. There's going to be roadblocks. There may be a week where once again, we have to take a little bit of a step back. We have to make changes. That's where having a coach, that's where having the guidance and having a realistic approach has helped him out. So of course, some of his biggest tips you can see on the screen here, he followed a customized and structured plan. He enjoyed fun foods in moderation. He made cardio enjoyable, all that great stuff. So once again, shout out to you, Young. You absolutely crush it. And if you are looking to get some incredible results, make sure to send us a message with the keyword skinny fat. We will get you some incredible results, especially because I know a lot of people are starting to think about vacations, starting to think about summer, you know, just those, even myself, I'm starting to think of the volleyball leagues where we're going to be needing great cardio, where we're going to be shirtless, like all that great stuff. So it is definitely a great time to invest in yourself, especially before it's not too late, but before you just, you realize it's like mid-May and it's like, holy, I've got something going on in the next few weeks. So friendly reminder there, and we're excited to help some of you awesome people. Yeah, and I'm not just telling you to do this. It's something me and Kyle actively do as coaches. We're reading numerous books a week. I've been reading three to four books a week, reading articles every single day, watching videos from the best, taking seminars, getting new certifications, making sure we're in the best position to get people the fastest results possible. And 10 years of experience of getting transformations, over 3,000, you know you're in good hands with us because we worked every component of this journey to make it as efficient, sustainable, and healthy as possible. So you can get better results and not just get better results in our program, but for the rest of your life. So this is your chance to do it. I highly recommend it. You will not regret it and we will take great care of you. But now we're going to jump into our questions. We have some really fun questions today. So you're in for a treat with this episode. Let's jump into the mailbag with number one, which is how can I minimize bloating? I feel like I'm bloated all the time. So bloating has definitely become a bit of a buzzword because at the end of the day, no one likes it. Bloating is not fun. You feel like you don't look how you should look. Your stomach feels uneasy. And bloating is a complex thing. A lot of things cause bloating. I mentioned this before. I think we were asked this a long time ago, but 
For me, when I had an inguinal hernia, which is essentially just like it's the lower part of your ab muscle, you get a little bit of a tear in there and your intestine essentially protrudes through that abdominal wall, which is weird. And the reason I'm telling you this is because you experience the effects of bloating quite a lot and you'll kind of have like a bubble in that area before the surgery, which was super annoying. So I got super deep on learning about bloating. And one of the main things that causes bloating, of course, is overeating. So if you're eating ridiculous portions, you're gonna feel bloated. Think of tur Thanksgiving turkey, all these different things. And that's why lately, even myself, I've been challenging myself to eat to about that 80% full status. So I'm not stuffed. I'm not stuffing myself to the brim. That'd be 100%. That'd be ridiculous. Said 80% is that nice range. That's where you feel good. That's where things go a long way. In Canada, that's a nice A. I know that's a B for Americans. Uh, we got a little bit easier there, but it's a nice A grade if you're thinking of it that way. So to me, I like to be at that point. I could eat more. I'm satisfied. I'm not hungry. And you'll find there too, you will minimize quite a lot of the effect of that bloating. Within the eating process, you can also minimize bloating by ingesting less air while you eat. And you'll think, how the heck can I do that? So one of the big issues is like gulping food. Instead, if you take small bites and chew your food more, that will limit the effects of bloating. And that is another easy um, hack you can do. Try taking like three chews per every bite, taking smaller bites, using smaller utensils. All these little things will help a lot as well. Other things to be aware of are foods that are actually high and like they're high inflammatory foods. So believe it or not, like spark, uh, sparkling water is a big cause of that, any carbonated beverage in general. I noticed Guzman specifically markets his energy drink. I, 3D or something like that, I can't remember, but he uses less carbonation in it to bloat you less during your workout. Cause that's one of my gripes of energy drinks is pre-workout and why I don't use it as much? Cause I find it blows me so much. I'm trying to look good in the gym. I don't feel incredible about it. So that is another thing you can do to minimize that bloating. Now, the biggest thing of all I think is elimination diet, knowing what foods really bug you. Kyle might have a food, feel totally good, feel like it pumps him up, like he feels incredible, his stomach gets tighter, and that same food might bug me a ton. A good example, I'm lactose intolerant. He could probably have a glass of milk, feel fantastic, really good macros. For me, if it's not lactose-free milk, it's gonna bloat me like crazy, I should avoid that. So if you think, hey, dairy bloats me like crazy, do a test, eliminate dairy from your diet for a week and really gauge, do you feel way better, are you way leaner? And it's important you maintain the same amount of calories because you can't just say, oh, no dairy was great, but maybe you're having 800 calories less if bulk of your diet is dairy. So that's something you wanna be aware of, especially I know people like to point their fingers at gluten and blame gluten a lot of the time, but you'll find too, if you don't, when you eliminate and don't eliminate it, there is no effect. Not many people actually have a severe gluten intolerance. It's a very low statistical amount. It's definitely possible and it could be a reality. But at the end of the day, instead of just saying, oh, I have this thing, it's good to test it out, see what feels the best. If you're like, I always get so bloated when I have cereal, stop eating cereal for a week. Do you feel better, worse, or the same? And if in my mind, if I feel better or the same, I'll keep that food. If I feel way worse, maybe I'll minimize that a little bit less. And that's something I experimented a lot during that time. And that's something I found made a big difference. And in general, those are pretty much my biggest tips. Some other things you could do are go on more walks, Understand that when you eat food, it has to go somewhere in your body. It's gonna happen. Your body's gonna always hold a little bit of water. Even if you're shredded beyond belief, you'll always see a little bit of water in there and it's important to understand that's another thing. Then my last unconventional tip is you're probably less bloated than you think. A lot of the time we feel like we're bloated, especially if we're having a lot of fiber. 
lot of water will go look in the mirror and you'll be like oh my gosh i look fantastic it's actually not that bad it's easy for our mind to exaggerate the effects of bloating you definitely notice this with competitors a lot they'll think they're bloating you'll be like you literally look incredible so sometimes i actually like that process of going and looking at myself and be like okay it's not that bad so those are quite a wide array of different tips but i wouldn't worry about bloating too, too much, but those are a few things that will actively help with it. And then of course, drinking enough water is another one I forgot to slide in there. Yeah, it's funny that Josh brought that up because ever since I stopped having my consistent diet beverages, sparkling beverages, I definitely felt way less bloated. And there were a few times like when we were in Florida and we did have Chipotle and uh, I, I don't know, they just gave us a cup to grab a Diet Pop or whatever. And we both felt the exact same way. Josh mentioned it. I'm like, we're like, what's going on? It's ah, oh, and it wasn't the food. Like the food is what we've been consistently having and we eat a, a dirt, decent amount of it it was just that Diet Coke, right? It was just that extra little thing. So it is definitely something to pay attention to. And I really like that he brought up like going on walks, especially after eating. It has been proven to help with digestion. And it's so common for people to think like when you have a bite to eat, I just need to sit down. I need to digest. I need to, you know, relax. But I do find that that doesn't help as much. And um, in Florida, especially after dinners, I would always go for a walk and it just felt so incredible. But even here, if I don't go for a walk, I'll still get some sort of movement in, maybe do a few chores, maybe, you know, just do do something around the house and it does feel good. It allows your body to just once again, digest properly and it is a great hack. So we add that in and hopefully that helps. All right. Now to question number two, what shoulder movements are the best for development? I can't get to see them. I can't seem to get them to grow. I'm going to pass this off to Mr. Boulder shoulders himself. What do you got Kyle? I love training shoulders. Honestly, it's always been my favorite thing. I don't know what it is. And one of my unconventional tips, and this is something I started doing very early on. I'll never forget I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago being at the Ryerson gym, uh, shout out Ryerson. It was uh, when I would go join Josh for workouts. I just remember putting a lot of emphasis on the smaller muscle groups in the shoulder and it was mainly the rear delts. So that's why I actually wanted to start with this because it is a small muscle group. It's something that a lot of people overlook, but it just puts everything together. It just, it makes you kind of look well postured. It helps with posture, of course, as well. And it's one of those things that just brings the whole package together. So different things uh, like bent over dumbbell flies, face pulls, um, cable, uh, let's, what's, what are they called? The, uh, cross arm cable rear delt flies. We have YouTube videos on all these, by the way, those are some of my favorite exercises. We do them a couple times a week and they're absolutely incredible for the lateral head. So there's three heads to the shoulder. There's the rear delt, there's the lateral delt, and then there's the, um, anterior as well. So jumping into the lateral, you can just do lateral raises of any sort. Um, we've been enjoying cable lateral raises. The lateral raise machine is absolutely incredible. And then obviously dumbbell, we even experimented with doing like one barbell at a time uh, when the gym's a little bit emptier and it just feels phenomenal. And then to target the front of your shoulder, the thing about the front of the shoulder, the anterior head is that you get a lot of work from doing any pressing movement, especially on incline bench press, on any bench press, even chest day, you do get a good amount of it. So I find that when I target the other muscle groups, it actually helps. But anything pressing related, overhead press, dumbbell press, Arnold press, um, all that great stuff will target that. But those are a bunch of great examples. Those are things that are consistently in a routine. And we absolutely love doing at least once a week, but usually twice a week as well. The best piece of advice I got for shoulder training is to remember that your shoulder is a ball and socket joint, so it can move on so many different planes. It's really unique where a lot of our muscle groups are really only able to train on certain planes of movement. The shoulder, you can work in a gazillion different ways, and that's what makes it so fun. And that's why my shoulder routine will change so much from program to program, because there's so many good movements 
feel like you can't really go wrong with shoulder movements. They're all fantastic. And the shoulder, it can take quite a beating. It's pretty strong muscle. It's good for it to be a strong muscle. You want a healthy shoulder. And it's really important that you're training it intelligently. And you don't necessarily want to be like maxing out like crazy on things that could be detrimental to it. You got to be careful with the upright movements. Those can always be sensitive. But things like lateral raises, you can go pretty hard. You can gas those things out pretty good. Face pull is just the same. Like there's a lot of fun you can have there. You can do really heavy pressing. I love Arnold Press. I love OHP. All these great things will really help build out that muscle. And even myself, another good hack you can do is I've actually wound my uh, bench press now that I'm not as concerned with powerlifting. And ironically, it's better for powerlifting. But anyways, I've always benched at rings and that's where I've been comfortable. But I've been changing that a bit to bench a little bit wider to involve a little bit more of my shoulder so I can reach some of the benefits. And I've seen some more development as a result of that. So you can't really go wrong. Make sure you're training them hard. Make sure you're working them on all those different planes through a variety of movements. Make sure you're working the whole head. Most people only do presses, maybe a few lateral raise. So they're doing anterior as well as the lateral head, but no posterior work and not enough lateral work. I find doing a lot of lateral movements in general will really cap them out and make you look really wide, which is gonna make your waist look that much tighter. So it's a great thing to definitely incorporate. Another good thing is increasing the volume, train them twice a week instead of once a week, you'll notice big difference there. If they are a really weak area for you, put more emphasis on them in your routine, that will also help build them up. Yeah, and there's nothing better than strong and healthy shoulders. And if you think about it, there's so many things that can be limited when your shoulders aren't healthy. Any thing overhead, putting something into a cupboard, even opening doors, like you really want to make sure to take care of it. And, uh, you know, just, I was actually typing the caption for one of our latest reels and we included three different amazing movements to help take care of your shoulders, you know, internal rotations, external rotations, as well as face pulls. Like these are some incredible things. And I really recommend on top of trying to grow your shoulders on try to, and by the way, for any, anybody out there, male, female, whatever it is, nice, strong shoulders, healthy looking shoulders, it looks incredible. So I just want to share that. I know some people are like, oh, I don't want big shoulders. Like, no, you'll be totally fine. They look incredible, but really taking care of it, adding in a couple of these, I guess you could say mobility type movements each week um, will definitely help you just keep everything nice and strong because there are small muscle groups within the shoulder, the rotator cuff. There's all these little things that a lot of people don't think about because they just think of like, oh, overhead press, that's it. But when you add these little things in, it'll keep everything healthy and it'll allow you to get consistently stronger and do those movements properly when you go to do them. So that's all I have to say there. All right, then last but not least, we get this question a lot, so we're happy to answer it. And that is, how can I optimize my hormones? I hear a lot about this, but was curious your take. So hormones in general are extremely complex and they're impacted by a gazillion things. Gazillion is my word of choice today, apparently, but hormones are so complicated and they'll be so different for a man than they will a woman and each individual person. It's so easy to jump to the big ones. Like for men, like how can I maximize my tests? And you have to consider we have base levels. We have our levels can be impacted by our sleep, by our energy, by our training, by our health. So many different things go into hormones and I find it's an easy thing to target for marketers because they can be like optimize your hormones, feel better, perform better, look better, all these great things. It's really trendy and it really goes a long way. But I find in terms of hormones, it's not something I worry about because the end of the day, I think it's really good and it's not so much hormones, but just getting blood work, making sure you're all balanced there, everything's good. Like if you're deficient in iron or something, that's gonna impact your energy a lot. So getting blood work done is always something I'd recommend and making sure everything's good there. But past that, in terms of my hormones, I know the best way to optimize hormones is to get really good sleep, to make sure you're taking care of yourself mentally, you're not stressing yourself out too much, that you're being active, that you're healthy, and that you're at a good body weight. And your body's pretty good at self-regulating 
put you in a good space. And at the end of the day, it really just comes down to having good self-care measures. And that should have precedence over any other quick fix for hormones that there are. And that's my honest take. And I would really avoid any nonsense in this area and just focus on the big things that you can control and putting more effort into them. It's so much more tempting to just take something and like be like, oh, maybe this will fix it than it is to actually develop a good sleep routine. But putting in that work, good sleep routine, good training routine, being in a healthy body weight, managing stress, these are things that will optimize every component of your life, your body and your journey. So I would definitely put precedence into focusing on those big things. I would really just do everything you need to to be a healthy person. Like any decision that you make, is this a healthy decision or is it not? And it's so easy for people out there. Like Josh said, the marketing is insane. The amount of drinks and everything that I'm still seeing these days that are marketing to improve your hormones, to speed up your metabolism. That's another fancy word people love using, the gut health, like all this other stuff. But so many people will give into stuff like that, even these fad diets, but they won't like, they just want to do the craziest thing or the most exciting, you know, just some people start to do fasting because they're like, oh, this is so crazy hard. And, you know, just, it's something that you tell someone about and you're like, holy, you're doing that. But save your money, like save your time, do the basics like Josh mentioned, avoid those fad diets, avoid those drinks that promise all these things really dial in the basics and you will be an amazing healthy person it just it's crazy like i'm so passionate about this because so many people just go off and try these crazy things that don't actually work and uh yeah josh answered that really well there all right thank you everyone for tuning in today this is your chance to build your dream body Three months from now in summer, I want you feeling better than you ever have before. So if you're ready and this is your chance, you want to give yourself a great gift, DM us skinny fat on Instagram to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T for a special discount, five spots available to level up you, your journey, work one-on-one with me and Kyle so we can get you the results you deserve to have because everyone should be fit, healthy, and happy. It's something I really passionately believe in and it's why we do this podcast. We hope you got a lot of incredible value from it. Go out there, apply it, use it, level it up, and crush your week. Peace out.